0: Would wait as we constantly roam. What Father so tender is calling us home? He welcomes the weakest, the vilest, the poor. Our sins, they are many, His mercy is more. Praise the Lord! mercy is more. Stronger than darkness, new every morn. Our sins, they are many, His mercy is more. What riches of kindness He lavished on us, his blood was the payment, His life was the cost. We stood any thought that we could never afford. Our sins, they are many, His mercy is more. Praise the Lord, His mercy is more. his mercy is more. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you all. Good song. Very good song. <clears throat> all right. So last week, well, excuse me, two weeks ago, uh, we covered, no, last week. Last week we covered the sea. For couples, C-O-U-P-L-E, and this one, again, just as a reminder, in this, in this, the word couple, C-O-U-P-L-E, we are addressing guys on how to help their wives, okay? Ladies first, okay? So then we're going to go to, we're going to look at chairs, or chair. I don't know if I'll cover all of the chairs option, but uh, we will be covering chair. And that is for the ladies on how to help their guys. But we're going to start ladies first. So tonight is uh, O. Tonight is the letter O. And uh, with the office move, my computer has decided it's not going to come back on. So I'm, I'm having to partially get off my laptop and then read my own handwriting. I used to have good handwriting. Obviously, I've spent too much time on the computer. So... Um, so I would appreciate your prayers because I'm I'm mixing three things together. And tomorrow this week I'm going to take a look at my my Mac and see if I can figure out what's going on with that. So all right. So we're going to be in two places tonight, and I, we might as well go ahead and stand for the reading of the ones. It's one. It's First Peter chapter three. 1 Peter chapter three. We're going to read one verse. Honestly, this one verse we could spend a lot of time on, but just for sake of sake of limiting. Uh, we 're going to only apply it in a few places, but I think all husbands need to take this verse to themselves. First Peter chapter three And of course it's to the wives, but we 're going to go down to verse seven where we address the husbands. First Peter chapter three and verse seven says, "Likewise, ye husbands." Dwell with them according to knowledge. Giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. That your prayers be not hindered. So just a connection, guys. You get the picture. If you're not dwelling with your wife according to knowledge, then your prayers are being hindered. Everybody got that? Has, have any of you guys ever felt like the Lord certainly is answering all of your wife's prayers, but he could care a lot in hoot and whirlwind what you're saying? Has everybody ever felt that occasionally? Nobody's going to answer that question, so I'll just keep moving. But uh, there might be a reason. It might just be out of respect for your wife. Those good things are happening. But, And we're not going to dwell much on this. We're going to look at this one thing right here at the beginning. It says, Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge. There are many commentators have tried to make that mean all sorts of interesting things tried to relate it to the gospel and but the words literally mean the word knowledge it literally means knowledge as in science that's the other word that this this greek word here is translated two ways in the new testament knowledge and science so guess what that means no, you'll never understand that woman completely because women are many-faceted many um, people, but it's not an excuse for men not to learn about their wives either. I'll never get to know her. Well, try, because the Bible says dwell with her according to knowledge. Amen. Uh, in other words, it's something you can learn. Science is hard to learn, but you can learn it. I'm not telling you you're going to find out everything you need to know about ladies, but that's fine. If I ever do, um, I'll let you know, but I'll be in heaven, and so, so probably will you, and we'll all have it figured out. So anyways, let's, let's, uh, let's go to the Lord in a word of prayer, and then we'll try to look a little bit at uh, O is for openness. Openness. And dear Father, we thank you for the day, and Lord, I pray that you would bless and help. Lord, thank you for the song and the music, Lord, tonight. Just bless my heart, and Lord prepared my own heart for the message, and Lord, I would pray that you would help our hearts today to be ready and willing to receive what you would speak to us. Well, thank you for it, and we ask this in Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. My, I've got so many thoughts going through my head, and when I, when I write things down, I like to write down my notes and then reorganize them out onto the onto the computer screen. So and they're not totally reorganized uh, in my printed notes. So I'll be, if I seem like I'm jumping a little bit, I might be, but we'll get there. So, <clears throat> ladies, when your man first met you, and some of you are still in this realm, and some of you have yet to get here, but ladies, when your fa- man first met you, parentheses, I am now digressing back to the metaphor of guys hunting and bagging and hanging on the wall, okay? So we're going back to that. Ladies, when when your man first met you, he was very interested in you, wasn't he? He wanted to find out your likes, your dislikes, your maybe... You know, some guys are more in-depth at this. They want to find out favorite color, favorite flower, favorite place, favorite restaurant. You know, guys asking all sorts of questions, finding out about you, Discovering all of your likes your dislikes, and then maybe in the process, uh, especially if, if it, you know when it leads to to marriage, finding out also some of your quirks, you know that you think are quirks or weird, and some of your talents and some of your weaknesses and your strengths, and finding out all those things about you. And uh, ladies, you kind of enjoyed that in some ways, didn't you? All that, all that investigating, and all that back and forth and finding out. And of course, I know when we get married, we never reveal everything. And uh, uh, you don't even know everything at that point. But anyways, ladies like it. Here's the deal with men. Ladies like that back and forth, investigative questioning, information sharing, all this stuff. But guys are doing it for a purpose. They are reaching a goal. Okay, so ladies, let me help you out here. So when... When you got married or when, or when you're going to get married and all of that interest in you suddenly seems to disappear into thin air, that's because a guy is on a hunt. He is looking for a mate. And all those questions and all that searching and all that discovering of quirks were, were almost all in regards to, um, will you make an acceptable, not acceptable, will you make the right one? Are you the right one? So finding out, learning about your talents, you know, those are good. And let me tell you, guys or ladies, you amaze us. You really do. There are talents that we look at you and go, my goodness, that's just unbelievable that they can do that. And we look at your your weaknesses and go, I can live with that. We look at the quirks and, you know, I mean, can we just be honest? For all of us, usually, initially, the quirks are cute. It's that stuff that drives us nuts later. But anyways, uh, the quirks are all right, you know. And I mean, but, and then also, it's to find out if you can live with our weaknesses and strengths. Are you okay with that, you know? And so sometimes we open up because we want to make sure that you're going to be okay with our weaknesses. And not all guys even understand that they have weaknesses, or at least they pretend they don't. Um, and so there's that back and forth, that constant back and forth, because the man is seeking to make a decision, and when he makes his decision, he says, on one knee, uh, guys, it's still appropriate, it's still right, you should still do it. Okay, ladies. Guys, it's appropriate to get down on one knee, it's right, you should still do it. Okay, you bunch of weenies talking to you ladies right now the man knows enough to put this in his in his structure in his decision-making structure and he says this is good gets down on one knee will you marry me you say yes and this is what happened he says man he he takes out and he puts it in the file marked great decisions made and he puts it in a box because the decision is made it's over i've made my investigation now, let me, ladies, I'm trying to help you out here. It's just how guys function. I have made my investigation. I can work with this. This is awesome. Pretty good. Good decision. And he files it away in his nice little room of boxes. Never the twain shall touch each other. We'll look at that in some other day. But it's a good decision made. And he goes on about life because that decision is made. And you're over there going, What happened? Well, what happened to this guy who was all interested in me and who was, uh, who was talking with me and opening about himself? And, well, because uh, the reason guys do that is not self-serving. It's just what it's what they needed to do to make a decision. It's how guys are built. Now, guess what, guys? That is not what your lady wanted. <laughs> she wanted your interest to remain. She wanted your seeking, your questioning, your you're seeking because listen and we'll get there we'll get there eventually for for a woman this is is the ultimate closeness is that sharing of sharing of open hearts sharing of feelings sharing of thoughts and ideas as simple as sharing the day for a woman that is openness that is that is an that is an intimate connection for guys we're like yep got my girl I'm all good I can do other things now. You know, we're, I mean, let's move on about life. I've got this is in place, and, and she's trustworthy, and I like this. And off he goes, feeling like, man, I'm doing great. And she's now going, what happened? Where's it at? What happened to this guy that was like, thought I was the best thing in life, and now he's looking at work and not me? Okay, does everybody follow me? <clears throat> For guys, question time is over. And for the ladies, it has just begun. Listen, listen. Now I know. Again, I know there's spectrum. There's there's a variant range on this, and I understand that. But generally speaking, this is so. <clears throat> let me uh, let me put it to you this way. And I, I, I've heard this illustration. It's not my own. I really like it. Uh, guys, are y'all familiar with Christmas lights? Now, you know, the new stuff now, you can buy a whole string for, like, almost nothing. But it didn't used to be that way, okay? You bought Christmas lights, and they come in two varieties, okay? Christmas lights come in the more expensive parallel version, or the less expensive, which most of us put on our trees, series version. Now, for those of you who don't understand what that means, parallel versus series, series, Christmas lights that are strung in series have this wonderful thing they do, where if one bulb goes out, the whole stupid string goes out, and you're left there trying doing a visual check, can't tell, and then back in the day you bought a tester, or if you didn't have a tester, you got a you got some sort of a tool so you didn't rip your fingers to shreds, and uh, because it gets lengthy, and you start pulling a light bulb out and put a working one in, not that one, not that one, not that one, not that. Oh, oh, there it is. We got the whole light to work again. Does everybody know what I'm talking about? The ones that are done in parallel, you can knock a, you can knock a light out, and that stuff works. You can knock. If it's, a, if, it's a, if it's a 300 light strand, you can knock out 200 of those buggers, and 100 are still going to work. And it don't matter where they are, they all work. So here's the deal, guys. Ladies are strung in series. Here's the deal. Ladies are designed to be sensitive. Oh, great. Why well, does she always have to be so sensitive? Well, just pause. That sensitivity is what allows her to stay up all night with the kids, to hear the baby crying in the middle of the night, and to go change, change and take care of when you're still waking up in the morning. Oh, the baby slept all night. Oh, yeah, right, the baby slept all night. I was up five. You were? <laughs> yeah. It, it's, what helps her. it's what helps her see that there's issues with with something else and telling you. Now, of course, somehow that sensitivity doesn't transfer to a car. I still haven't figured that out. But anyways, um, that was a good spot to laugh, guys. But anyways, I'll just keep right on rolling because (coughs) maybe I stepped on something I shouldn't have there. My wife's not here, so I guess she's hearing it through there. I'll hear it later if it is. (laughs) Ladies, or guys, ladies are strung in series. In other words, if something, if, if one of their lights of their world gets stepped on, it affects their whole world. Guys, guys listen to me. Listen to me. If one of their lights gets stepped on, if there's if there's a light that doesn't look like it's working, it affects their whole world. You've seen that, I don't know if you've seen it, and if not, maybe I should maybe I should haul out that clip that I've shown some of our, in some of our other marital counseling sessions where a guy's talking about the woman's brain, you know, and he approaches this little picture of a woman's brain, and he goes, <sighs> because it's like a ball of wire, and a woman, you know, she's always thinking, it's circle around everything, you know, and if uh, you know if the kid's going to school, and that's connected to grandma, and that's connected to your sister's second cousin, husband, who's been messing around on Facebook lately, and, and boo-doo-doo-doo-doo, I mean, it's all connected, you know, and, and guys don't function that way, okay? Ladies, guys don't function that way. Guys are, guys are wired in parallel, okay? You can knock out a whole bunch of their lights. They can still function. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's what <clears throat> I think ladies have a hard time understanding understand sometimes like me saying, me saying, my dad has terminal cancer, but then I can get up and preach because those lights aren't connected. They're not connected for me. I can preach because that's what I'm supposed to do. Those lights are still working. And ladies are like, how can you do that? How can you be so insensitive? Guys, that we're designed that way. That's a good thing. I'm mean, just telling you, ladies, it's a good thing for guys to be designed that way because at some point they still have to get up at 6 or oh, oh, dark 30 in the morning or, and go to work and make money and not be bothered by all the events that are going on and still bring home a paycheck. Uh, do, you, do you hear what I'm saying? Okay. But guys, listen to me. This isn't, this isn't to the ladies. I'm helping out both. But guys, your, your woman is function. Functions in series in other words if there's something that's not working properly in her life it bugs her she's sensitive to it okay now why are we talking about that because the primary thing in her life that she wants to work the primary set of lights that she wants to work is you and your and her relationship with you okay listen to me it's how ladies are functioning okay the primary thing in her life is her relationship with you and she wants it to work and if she thinks that there's a problem there she's going to do what ladies do okay okay let's revert back now and many i think we had a different group here but i we had the ladies i remember looking out and i asked the question if a lady has a problem with another lady what do they do and several of you from your pews and different things, gave various versions of they talk about it. They approach the lady and they talk about it. Okay? Follow me all the way through here. All right, Follow me all the way through. They are going to, if there's a light not working, they got to figure out how to get it working so all of her life can be, listen guys, I'm trying to help you out. All of her life can be complete again. Okay, it's the, it's the same thing that for a while bothers some ladies why they can't go to bed with, like, the, the sink full of dishes, okay? Now, I've, eventually they get over some of that, but there's sometimes there's certain things in life that if, if this isn't fixed, they, they, you know, they're going to stay up until it's done. That, it's, those are good things, okay? Those are good things, guys. You, you do want your lady to be like that. But listen, if, if she thinks there's a problem with, the, with their, her relationship with you, She wants to fix it because the lights are going out. So what is she going to do? She's going to do the same thing she does with her lady friends. She is going to want to talk to you about it. Now, here's where the rub comes in. So, ladies, let me help you out with guys a little bit. So why guys are like they are. And I'm not even sure if all guys even know that they're like this because we're a little bit thick-headed. Anyways. Men... Typically, only question other men for two reasons. Primarily, for two reasons. Okay. Um, number one, if if I am watching Dakota because he's my son, do something, or even for instance in in a in a totally different set of circumstances. But if Brother Nathan and I am I'm watching him do a job, I I have I have. In the way men think, I can question Dakota and I can question Nathan, neither one of them feeling necessarily like I'm challenging them as a man because in the, in the hierarchy of authority they recognize I have a right to do so. Okay, you hear what I'm saying? In the hierarchy of authority I have a right to do so, so I can question Dakota, why are you doing that? And Dakota knows he has to answer me, Okay. Because that's how men function. Men do function under realms of authority. Uh, no, we don't. We're all rebels. Oh, really? Then how come we all don't quit our jobs and work for ourselves? Why does why don't we all just leave the military? I'm just telling you. That's how men function. <clears throat> uh, Brother Nathan would typically take a question from me respectfully because I'm in a position to do so. Now I will tell you, there's a difference. If I was to question Brother Nathan about his role as a father or a husband at his house, now I can guarantee you what Brother Nathan's response would be. He might answer respectfully, but inside there would be a little bit of bristling because I have no authority at Nathan Harris's house. Am I right? If I know Brother Nathan well enough, I think we've had enough conversations, he might, depending on what I say, he may answer me and he may also question why I think I have the right to ask that question. Or maybe, so now here, Now here's another thing, okay? The, the second area where we question authority, okay, where we question, excuse me, I just question. I'm going to say not authority, where we question, again, is related to authority, okay? Is <clears throat> when things get so bad with our current leader that we feel there must be, It's serious enough where we feel our own lives or the livelihood of others or our livelihood is in danger, then we will begin to question our authority. I'm just telling you, history has shown that men follow authority, even bad authority in the hopes that there is a a bigger picture that they didn't grasp. It's how men are designed, okay? Uh, Follow me through here. Everybody, stay with me. I'm, I'm trying to help you out here. This is knowledge. This is science, okay? Men have typically always been the ones in battle. Why? Because somewhere up there, we hope, as men, that our leader is making good decisions, and we trust those decisions. Now, that doesn't mean that we may not stand around a water cooler fussing about it, but when it comes right down to it, we're going to go do it. It's how men are designed. Not until, until literally, not until uh, it's a serious thing for a man to question his authority. I'm just telling you, for a man to, for, at his workplace to jump his immediate superior and go to the guy above him, that's a big deal for a guy. Don't like to do it. We will if we have to, though, if it's, cause, if we, if it's a, against our life or our livelihood. So for men, ladies, listen, this is what I'm trying to connect. For men, questions about actions are always connected to authority. Are you hearing, hearing what I'm saying? Ladies, are you hearing what I'm saying? Questions about actions are almost always connected to authority. Now, guys, I'm going to make a statement, although you, you, can, you can choose not to believe me, but I'm going to tell you. When a lady questions, it's typically not about authority. It's not. I'm not saying women can't. If you remember the story of Miriam and Aaron okay? Yea, if God only spoke by Moses, are you the only one? And then God had to step in and say, "Uh -uh, this is my man who I speak face to face, and Miriam got leprosy. So are women capable of doing that? Yes, of course they are. All humans are. I'm just talking about typically. Typically, when a a woman begins to raise questions, it's not because she's questioning your authority. She is trying to gain closeness, understanding. Listen, you hearing what I'm saying? Now, Mm -hmm. So here's the cycle. Guy comes home from work. That's just just a sample. He's had some events that he really didn't like happen at work. And a woman comes and says, so how was work? The guy's first response, I'm just telling you ladies, the guy's first response is, I don't want to talk about it. Okay? Okay? Well, why not? Because I really don't even want to think about it right now. I'm not even sure what I think about it right now. I just want to leave it be. I left work. I come home. I don't want to talk about work. Now, now here's what happens. So how was work? It's fine. Does this sound about right? It's fine. Women aren't idiots. Okay? They are sensitive. And they can tell a light bulb has gone out. And it bothers them because you're, listen, I'm trying to help your your answer to her indicates that there is a problem with you, and she needs to make sure it's not between her and you. Number one. Number two, she wants to get closer to you. So, ladies, your response when you hear it is fine. That's fine, no problem. Is to ask another question. Well, what was wrong? I didn't say anything was wrong. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, Everybody going with me? I didn't say anything was wrong, it's fine, no big deal. Okay? Now, guys, ladies, here's what's happening in the guy's mind. When a guy questions another guy about something like that, he is either he is looking for a solution or he wants to give a solution. Okay? He's wanting to fix the problem. And you aren't at work, you aren't in that box at all in his mind. And you, you don't belong in that box. Why are you trying to invade that box of work? Just leave it be. I'll deal with it later. <laughs> okay? Right, listen, hear what I'm saying? Guys, guys, your wife is not looking to try to give you the answer to your problem. She is not trying to control how you act at work. Listen to me, guys. That this, and I'm to ladies, this is what they think. Guys are thinking that you're trying to invade their life, take charge. You're trying to be mom all over again. That's what guys are thinking. I'm not saying it's wrong and you should quit, and I'm not saying it's right a whole bit. Uh, just leave me alone. I can handle it. Guys don't ask for help un- I mean, unless we need help. So I don't want your help unless I need it. I'll ask for it. Okay, But guys, that's not what your woman's doing. She's not trying to gain access to tell you how to solve the problem. She's trying to gain access to you. To you. All she wants to hear is... What's going on? I am sharing. Okay, hear what I'm saying? Is everybody with me? Okay. Guys, your wife needs openness. You mean I got to tell her all the junk that went on at work? Well, maybe not. Not have to tell all the junk. But she does need to know how you are. She needs to know, she wants to share your, um, your sorrow. For her, it's a big deal. She wants to share your good days, your bad days, your happy things, your sad things. That uh, Now, li- listen, I'm telling you, uh, if, if I, I might be way out of my notes here, but uh, listen, listen, to, listen to me. Everybody listen real careful, okay? As much as marital intimacy is, and I mean that in the most physical way I can think of, okay, as much as marital intimacy is is the ultimate closeness for a man, and it is also for a woman, this kind of interaction, this openness from a man to a woman, has that same impact on a lady. Are are you hearing me? This open sharing of information back and forth is is the same impact upon a woman. Is everybody following me along? It's what gives her the sense of closeness. It's what gives her, like we talked about last time, it's what gives her the sense of feeling that you love her. Okay, so coming home to this whole process, this work process back, you know, and uh, you don't want to talk about it, at some point you're going to have to talk about it. At some point there's going to have to be a sharing. Now, again, I understand. So, just an FYI, there are cases where these roles are completely switched. Okay, it does happen that way because there's spectrum, but typically this is how we work. So, women share all sorts of things with each other. Guys don't share. We do not share. We don't share unless we have a need and want it. We just don't do it. So guess what that means, guys? You have to learn to be open. Dwell with your wives according to science. Get to know your wife. Guess what? Your wife probably just wants to get to know you. She's not trying to be mom. I guarantee you there's not a woman in here who is thinking in her mind, Well, I just I, I, I'm I'm gonna be mom. I wanna be mom in this relationship. No, she don't. She married a man, she expects you to stay a man. It's not about control, guys. It's not about wheedling and trying to crack open your head and figure out what's going on in there and and, and dig out all the all the details so she can listen, when when a when a woman starts probing and prodding and asking questions She is saying, I love you. I love you. Are you hearing that? Listen, guys. When a woman is asking questions and you're getting irritated and she's probing and prodding, guess what she's saying? I love you. If if she's not asking any questions at all, it's time to go, "Uh uh-oh. If she don't care at all, it's time to say, "Uh uh-oh. Either I've held her off so much she's quit asking questions or... Or worse. Amen. Men ask questions for a purpose. We do. Seriously. When I get on YouTube, if I'm looking, you know, um, it's possibility in my avalanche i might have to change out my fuel pump my fuel pump in that array and so i get on youtube look okay what do i want to find i want to find how to fix this this guy no that's a loser Not i can try oh hey that's a good one you know uh, how did you change yours we're looking for information when a woman asks questions she's looking for connection personal connection the answer to the question could be any number of things but what she's looking for is personal connection amen is everybody, is everybody following me along so far Okay, I'm trying to run through my notes here. It's interesting, if you look up Song of Solomon, and I, you don't have to look up there right now, but in chapter 2, it's the bride. In verses 8 through 13, there are three times she mentions, it, she mentions either the bridegroom's voice or his, what he's saying. Because she's wanting to hear his voice. She's wanting to hear his words. Okay? Remember we talked last week, cleaving is a face-to-face. This openness is not just closeness in physicality or closeness uh, just in presence, but includes this idea now of openness in that you are also able to share your heart, your feelings, your, um, your day, very, very little things. I mean, it, it's honestly, it does not have to be that much. Now, here's what happens to a guy, okay? And So, ladies, if you're looking at your guy and you're thinking, I feel like he's mad at me all the time. Listen, th- this is probably part of the misunderstanding here because you out of a natural desire for love are seeking that and guy out of your natural desire feeling like you don't want to be controlled, you keep stonewalling her and she keeps going in. That's what a woman's going to do. If you block her off, she's going to go in deeper, harder, trying to find out more because this has got to be fixed. Okay? Okay? And a guy just keeps stonewalling it. Oh my goodness. And after a while, he gets mad about it. And you know what happens if you get mad and stay mad? You become what? What? Starts with a B. Bitter. That, isn't it interesting that the Bible clearly says, be not bitter, t- two husbands, be not bitter against them? Says it very specifically. Are you hearing me? Are you all here? Says very specifically, it never tells the woman, don't be bitter against your husband. Tells the guy that. Why? Because he gets, he gets that feeling like, she's trying to control me, she's trying to take... No, she's not trying to control you guys. She's trying to tell you she loves you and she needs the relationship to be stronger because her lights are going out. Something's messed up in her world and she needs to get it fixed. She, she needs to make sure that you and her are not the problem. Amen. Amen. Thank God your wife is sensitive. Thank God for that. That, So here's how a guy functions, okay? Ladies, um, how many of you guys have a a favorite shirt? Okay, I'm just going to raise my hand right here. How many of you guys have a favorite shirt? Okay. I got a shirt, and my wife would have thrown it away long ago. (laughs) But she knows better. (laughs) That's my shirt, and if I just want to go home and be comfortable, I'm going to put that shirt on. Okay, okay it's my favorite shirt um for maybe some people i'll tell you my my dakota has got a he got a pair of shoes he likes to wear outside they're comfortable those things i mean he's got um you know skin sticking out of every side of those feet you know and the tongues are just about long gone but he likes them i mean i'm looking at him finally going dakota get rid of those things find a new pair you know let's get another pair to call the old junkers but I have a shirt. I love to wear that shirt. She, don't, she doesn't like me to wear it out in public. But man, it's, it fits me. It's comfortable. You know, and, and it's just, and I'm not going to get rid of it. As a matter of fact, if she throws it away, I'm going to be mad. I mean, I'm not kidding. It can be falling apart and threadbare. It's going to have to come to a point where I'm finally looking at it going, oh, I guess. Because if it's work, okay, okay, guys, help me out. I'm, finish this for me. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's still comfy. Listen, this is, again, ladies, this is how guys function. It's working fine. I'm, I'm doing great. Why, why bother with something else? Everything's going great. This is how, this is how a guy looks at the marriage. Uh, there's nothing wrong between me and her. Why should I worry about fixing it? But a woman's sensitivity leads her to always desire that love and make confirm, listen, listen, a guy can go for a very long time on an old machine. For heaven's sakes, my dad used to have to go into uh, my dad used to have to go into automotive companies and help them help them uh, examine why their product was having problems. Okay? So this one company what they did is they made these center consoles. You remember the old Dodge Caravans where they started putting in the center consoles and they had all these little flip-down doors and all that stuff, you know, and and, and the, the the head visors and all that. And it got so bad that in a brand new Dodge Caravan, they would open that door and it would never close back because the latch didn't reach. So you guys know what I'm talking about? And so they brought my dad in on purpose. It's a company called Prince Corporation. They brought my dad in on purpose to say, okay, what's the problem? How can we fix this? What needs to be done? How, how come we're losing business? Okay, so he goes in and starts looking around, figuring out what the problem is. They had, okay, guys, they had never ever retooled their machines. So Okay, so for you ladies, that means there are lots of blades in there that have never been sharpened. That means that there's metal parts slowly wear down over time. These things were making thousands of stamps and thousands of cuts, and over time it wears down. So at one point where, where two things were made and they were so, so close that you couldn't see the distance between them, they were getting up to literally almost three-sixteenths of an inch off. And when you're talking about vehicles, three-sixteenths of an inch is like a thousand yards it's a big deal. And he's telling his company, he's having to go into the president of this company and saying, you're going to have to shut down your plant. We can't do that. Well, fine, then go out of business. But you're going to have to shut down your plant and retool. Okay, so ladies, guys, that's how we think. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're just going to keep going, man. It's still working. I mean, you should replace that cord. Ah, it still gets the lawnmower started. I'm, I'm fine. Ladies don't function like that, guys. Listen, listen. Ladies don't function like that it's it's constant maintenance i'm not saying they are constant maintenance they they want constant maintenance on the relationship they can't handle that one light being out because it messes everything else up and so they seek for that thing to be fixed listen you hear me use it use that desire use that sensitivity to allow your relationship to blossom Dwell with your wife according to knowledge. Don't force her to live on your if it ain't broke, don't fix an attitude. Become open with her. Amen. Amen. <laughs> it's so quiet. <clears throat> Let me retell the story. Guy comes home from work, bad day. She sees it instantaneous, okay? Your, your wife knows you. She senses these things. That's, what, that's how she's designed sensitivity. You come in from work, bad day. What's wrong? Bad day? Is everything okay? I'm fine. It's fine. No problem. It's fine. It's not fine. Something's not right. Well, now she's wondering, how come you was so, listen to me, guys. Do you, you know when we act that way, that, that we, can, we can be short? Let me use a different word. We can be a little harsh about it. Um, when guys talk to guys, we're brutal. There's the brutal language back and forth at the shop talking to guys. You know, it, I mean, just back. Of course, I don't know. We live in the PC days. I don't know, but oh, oh, so they all talk nice to you, yeah. I remember working in a garage, and I mean, if you use the wrong wrench on something, oh man, you caught it. I mean, it was serious. I mean, you caught, and they weren't, guys were not nice about it. Now, we, and we could tell you, like, yeah, no big deal. But when, when guys feel that from their wife, we respond the same way. Uh, the other verse that we were going to look at is Proverbs 15.1. Maybe you should turn and look at it. Proverbs 15.1. Does anybody know what it is off the top of their head? A soft. Read it good and loud for us, Brother Darrell. did you hear that well my wife's not angry yeah but if you have grievous words with her guess what it does stir up I'm fine leave me be yeah you just stirred it up now what you have done is you have told her guys listen to me you have told your wife effectively that something is wrong and now with adding harsh words to it that she's part of the problem listen to me guys when you have answered in a harsh way to your wife, you have told her, number one, yes, there's something wrong, and number two, she's probably part of the problem because you have just directed the anger that you have in here at her, and why would you do that if she's, to her mind if she's not part of the problem? That's what she feels. That's how she feels. So let me offer, let me offer a different scenario. Okay? This just, just in this particular instance, let me offer a different scenario. You walk in the door. Uh-oh, something's wrong. How was work? Pause before you answer, guys. Um, well, there's an issue at work, I don't really want to talk about it right now. It has nothing to do with you and I. Problem solved. Now, she's still going to want to hear about it a little later, at least enough. But you have now restored for her the light bulb. Nothing's wrong between you and I. Bing, light bulb on, it's all good. My world can continue, okay? A little later, you may need to give her enough. Why? Because she seeks your heart. Listen, she seeks your heart. The funny thing is, I'll bet you there's some people in the room that don't even know this about themselves, and they think that how they think about life is how it really does work. I'm telling you, you should try it. Try it. Try it. It's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. Come home. Uh, have you ever noticed how, you know, wives are detail-oriented? What was she wearing? What was she wearing? What do I care? <laughs> okay. Now, unfortunately, I'm one of those people, I actually do see that. Um what she's wearing i think uh, brother luke did you fall in that realm sometimes you remember yeah well guess what start start noticing some of the details and bring some home for your wife guys are you hearing me openness what they are wanting and they want to know they don't have to know every detail and they may not often uh, it's interesting how that the proverbs 31 woman and i think most of us looking at our wives would say yeah i think my wife is trying to be a Proverbs 31. She's on her way. Well, then what does the Bible say about her? It says, trust her heart. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her. Trust in her. She's, she's not trying to ruin your relationship. She's not trying to ruin your life. And she's not trying to peel all the layers back so she can make all of your decisions for you. She's not wanting to be mom. She just wants to hear your heart. Then to know that she still has a connection to it. Amen. Amen. This is good stuff. I'm telling you, I need this. This is, yeah. Because <clears throat> my natural reaction, even when I have one of those rough days, is it's fine. I'm fine. I'm, you know. And then I want to go do something. Not with her, <laughs> which is not right. I want to go play a game or work in the yard or get, pick up my guitar. I'm going to bury myself in something besides work, Okay. Guys, at some point, your wife has to have that heart. She has to have the openness. You need to begin to share. And it's a two-way street, by the way. Amen. It's a two-way street, by the way. She also needs to know that she can be open with you. Amen. This is that. I might run into this at some other place. I'm trying to think. I, I, no, 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 I won't. That's next, it's on next, under the next one, you understanding. We'll leave that one be. Let, let me, let's just go right here. So, last time, last time we had you ladies talk about when you feel, uh, raise your hand when they feel close to you. So this, I'm just going to talk to the guys. If you ladies want to raise your hand or say amen, it would, be, it would be very appropriate. Okay? So, guys, your wife feels you are open to her, and she needs your openness. Okay? Because in a part of her brain, if you're not being open to her, who are you being open to is a, is a concern, okay? I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying she might have dwell on it, but it's one of those things the devil can use. Your wife feels you are open to her when you are sharing your feelings and telling her about your day and your difficulties. Oh, but she's going to, no, just stop. All she wants to hear is you talk about it. Amen. And ladies, so just as a pause here, if your husband does not specifically ask you how to solve it, don't offer. If your husband does not specifically say how would you deal with this or what would you have done, don't, don't offer. Just listen, okay? Which I think that's... But anyways, we'll just keep going. <clears throat> Guys, your wife feels you are open to her when you Ask for her opinions. Listen. And you ask her how she's feeling. Oh, no, stop. (laughs) Dwell with her according to knowledge. She needs to share just as much as she wants you to share. Ask her what she's feeling. Um, Again, same as last time eye contact. Eye contact if you're not having eye contact you're not being open come on now when your kid when your kid and you ask your kid a very specific question and they start doing this for heaven's sakes dogs do it who's the one who did this dogs did you do that okay no eye contact eye contact When your face shows you want to talk, they feel like it's a good thing, okay? All right, take her for a walk. Take her for a walk and talk about the issues that are happening. Issues with the kids, issues with family, issues with extended family. Listen, I don't want to hear all that. Well, then don't tell me you love her. dwell with her according to science learn how learn how maybe just reminisce a little bit how you met oh for heaven's sakes I had two college girls I took a couple of autumn's friends out for lunch and they say I mean one of them right across from me says how did you two meet and my daughter autumn says yeah and tell the whole story all the way from the beginning okay (laughs) I don't even know these two girls They they were they were looking for that whole thing. They want to hear the story You know that. Ladies like that stuff. Learn how to do it. I'm not very good with words. Well, use what words you got. Amen. Borrow other people's words. Poems are written for a reason. I'll just tell you. But anyways, this is a big one. Pray with her. Pray with her. This is one of those things. I'll just tell you. This is one of those things that I struggle with with my wife. And I know I know my wife appreciates it. We both have our own. Our own time, at very consistent time with our own prayer and Bible reading, but to sit down on purpose. We do it for special events, but just for no reason. Sit down and pray with her. She feels close to you. Amen. And I think I've already mentioned, give her your full attention. In other words, turn off the TV, put down the newspaper, put down the cell phone, full attention, same thing. Okay. Um, Ask her, again, for her opinion. Talk about things. Job changes. What's the future? What do you think? Financial concerns. Uh, I think all of us and guys guys know that our, our wives are pretty sharp on some stuff. Amen. I, I'm just telling you, you're a fool if you if you make big decisions and don't talk to your wife. I, I, I'm gonna just say it up straight. You're a fool. You're a fool. You ought to always discuss those things with your wife. Amen. <clears throat> you're, <laughs> you're. Your wife is lights in series. And when one light goes out, they all go out, and she cannot deal with that. She's got to have all those lights working and functioning. So guys, oh, I'm just telling you, some guys are really bad at this, and some guys are a little better at it. But learn how to be open with your wife. Learn. Learn. Do all with them according to knowledge. Amen. Make it a science. And I just gave you a lot of science on how females typically function. Now what we all need to do is take it out of the science textbook realm and put it in the active I'm using it realm. Amen. Amen. Uh, We're going to have a word of prayer, and we'll be dismissed. Openness. Dear Father, we thank you so much for the day. Lord, I would pray that you'd help us as husbands, Lord, we do love our wives, and there's much yet we have to learn about how to be good husbands. Lord, I know the men in this room, it's what they desire. Lord, I, and I pray that Lord, you would help us to learn to trust the, the hearts of our wives. That their desire is not to ruin a marriage or to ruin our life or to become a controlling person. They just are seeking our hearts in our closeness. Pray that you would teach us to open up to them and allow them to open up to us, Lord. That our relationships will become stronger, closer, and love would grow, Lord, even beyond what we think it can. Lord, we'll thank you for it. We ask now in Jesus' name. Amen.